It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our good buds over at Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easier than ever to launch your passion project, whether you are showcasing your work or selling products of any kind. They have beautiful templates and the ability to customize just about anything so you can easily make a beautiful website all by yourself. But if you do get stuck, Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support is there to help. So head to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you are ready to launch, use the offer code grace J-R-A-C-E, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Not, not too deep. Hey guys, in this episode of Not Too Deep, we have some fun making lots of jokes about breaking the law. And this is the part of the show where I, for legal reasons, suggest that maybe you not actually do that. Please don't break the law. Hi, Jack Ferry. Hi, Grace Helbig. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I am very excited for this episode. I am too. I mean, a rare feeling, excitement that I have <laughs> about an episode. Nicole Byer is here with us today. Yes. And she is just a very unique force of beautiful energy. Agreed. And I, a very funny, a very uh, open and honest in her comedy. She is unabashedly <laughs> herself, and I love every ounce of it. It is inspiring. It is motivating. Yeah. It is liberating. I love all of it. And we're going to get to a very candid conversation with Nicole in a little bit. But before that, um, Nicole hosts a new show on Netflix called Nailed It. Yes. Which is basically taking very mediocre to bad bakers and forcing them to try and replicate very um, complicated complicated and uh, out of their range of <laughs> ability cakes and yes. desserts, etc. Do you have any experience with this world of baking? I mean, I feel bad for them because I'm I am terrible at cooking pretty but also much they know everything. what they're signing up for. I guess that's true. And I've hard watched... to feel bad for anybody who goes on a reality show. <laughs> true. Exactly. That's I agree. Uh I also watched a few episodes and it's not necessarily making fun of the error, but more supporting the try. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, celebrating yeah. the effort versus the outcome. As opposed to just making fun of them. Like... Yeah, but there's a lot of that to do, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of harsh criticisms that are, you know, warranted, to be fair. Sure. Um, I'm not a baker. Okay, then I'm... if there was a reality competition that you could go on what would you go on there's I, like because i got well, really into forge and fire the knife making series oh that's interesting yeah um there's a whole spectrum so i i would have done like the filmmaker one not project Greenlight. there was another one called um on the lot which was like oh, a reality yeah. show that i remember that was very short-lived um and i actually like auditioned i guess quote unquote, for what that. yeah for it was it a competition yeah, it was like an elimination competition. What like, I don't I remember, I'm, like, um, what's her name? Um, uh, Princess Leia. What's her name? Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Fisher was like one of the judges and stuff like that. Oh, um, so wait, what's the premise? Because I remember hearing the the title of the show is familiar, but I don't. It was like twelve filmmakers or something brought out to California and to like and like every week they had a new challenge, kind of like Project Runway, like make Got a film it. with these elements in it. 
and then like one by one they got voted off. And I think it, it. I think no one watched it, so it was only ran for one season. But I did audition for it. Um, which I was, did not know this, and I, I think I didn't get it because I made the terrible uh, error of not embracing drama. Oh, you were boring. I think, yes, which is the worst <laughs> thing you can be on a reality show. Yeah. I think, um, so when they were asking me questions like, you know, how are you to get along with? Like, how are you, how do you work? You gotta I was, say, I don't get along with others. I was, I'm not here to make friends. I was stupid. I said, I was like, I'm very collaborative. You know, I was all like the things that I actually am as a filmmaker. Uh -huh. And I think what they were looking for was just sort of like. I'm reasonable, well-adjusted, right. grounded. be like, look, here's the thing, guys. Sympathetic. I am a genius. And if you can't appreciate my genius, mm -hmm. that's your problem. And I think if I. That's literally a quote from one of the guys <laughs> on The Bachelorette this season. <laughs> yeah. And I think if I had taken that approach, I probably would have made it on the show. Mm -hmm. um, and I would be, well, you know, famous right now. Well. Instead, we're here. I really here. messed it up. I really messed we're it up. here. Uh, well, I mean, what about you? Would you do a reality show? I mean, besides The Amazing Race, which is obvious. And yeah, Hannah and I competed on um, Celebrity Cupcake Wars. Okay, how was that for you? It's just all a lie. We don't know how to bake at all. They give you the recipes. Yeah. They give you everything pre-measured, um, and we just had to do what we do best, which is run around like chickens with our heads cut off right. and pretend that we were, you know, coming up with things on the fly right, and like right, having right. sweet back and forth with like other contestants. Um, but it did make me appreciate like baking. I it, truly, it is a science and not a yeah. science that I'm good at it by any means. It's kind of magical. Like it's you, you pretty, put like this soup into an oven and then it comes and out this precise. fluffy and delicious thing. It's not imp like improv, I feel like is related to cooking. Like mm -hmm. more of like scripted acting is baking where you have to follow yeah. the script exactly. There's a recipe you follow. Yeah. yeah that makes um, sense. And even though they gave us the recipes and all of the information and all the tools <laughs> to succeed, we failed. <laughs> on many, many occasions. What happened? Did you not follow the recipe? <laughs> we tried. We thought we were. Turns uh, out it's harder than it looks, yeah. um, which is also, you know, what you realize by watching Nailed It. That right. you see all these beautifully finished products, these cakes, these cupcakes, these treats, and you don't realize how intensely difficult they are to actually construct. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we didn't do, we we lost in the second round. So we made it past the first round, which for us is winning the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And At we, least you didn't get kicked off right away. No, we didn't get kicked <laughs> off right away. And um, we, the person that did get kicked off right away is, um, oh my God, he had his own cooking show on My Damn Channel, Coolio. <laughs> Go right, cooking with Coolio. Yep. Coolio has two cookbooks I out. I forgot about that. And he got out the first round because he put a full slice of lemon in his cupcake. <laughs> oh, and God. And the, the woman that was like this very well, well to do judge Ugh. bit directly into it. And she's like, Did you put this lemon in here? I was like, Nah, nah. And then, like, <laughs> a minute later, she's like, but you know, like, did you? And he's like, I did. I put it in. I put it in. And Hannah and I were just like, what? And wow. then, yeah, he got kicked off the first round. And then we were talking to when you get kicked That's off, you go into so a room. Funny. Yeah. And you do these like talking head interviews, kind of like rounding <laughs> out your experience. And the woman that was conducting these interviews was like, Julio was so mad. Like we could barely interview him because he was so upset that he lost the first round because he was there to promote his new cookbook. Oh, wow. Yeah. So for me, it was a total win the whole day <laughs> experiencing all of that. And how many people can really say I beat Coolio at something. Oh my God. Now you've got that for the rest of your life, Grace For the rest Grace of Helping. my life, a badge of honor. I'm so <laughs> proud. My parents are very proud. It's something that they recognize. Speaking of making parents proud, 
Yes. I think we should just get into it. Let's. I'm, I can't wait to talk to her. She's so funny. Really, really looking forward Comedian, to it. Comedian, writer, host, stand-up, producer, just all around the beautiful, inspiring human. Let's talk to Nicole Byer on this episode of Not Too Deep. Not, not too deep. With Clay Seidbeck. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our dear, dear friends over at Squarespace. Turn your dream into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project, whether you're looking to start a new business, showcase your work, publish content, sell products, and more. Squarespace is the tool for you. They have beautiful templates created by world-class designers and the ability to customize just about anything with a few clicks. You can easily make a beautiful website all by yourself and feel like a fully capable adult. Squarespace is powerful e-commerce functionality lets you sell anything online and they have analytics that help you grow your site in real time and everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box there's nothing to patch or upgrade ever don't even know what that means thank god it's not something i have to consider buying domains is simple and you'll get the help you need with squarespace's 24 7 award-winning customer support they empower millions of people from designers to lawyers to artists to gamers even restaurants and gyms to turn great ideas into something real so head to squarespace.com grace for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code grace to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain that's squarespace.com grace offer code grace no, no. Not too deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. They have three different mattress models. They have the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential. Casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry, a.k.a. your body. Not to mention, the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night, and it is delivered to you at your front door in a very small, how-did-they-do-that size box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada, but the best part is you can be totally assured of your purchase because they give you 100 nights risk-free sleep on it trial. You have three months to sleep on this mattress and make a decision. I'm indecisive, but I don't know if I'm three months indecisive, but Casper's got your back literally. And after all, you spend one third, you literally spend one third of your life sleeping, supposedly. I'd like, I mean, you know, debatable. But technically, you spend one third of your life sleeping. So you should be comfortable. I actually sleep every night on a Casper mattress in my home. I love it very, very dearly. It is everything that it says it is. And I can't say enough good things. You guys have heard this ad on this podcast before. It's truly a wonderful, wonderful sensation for the body. And you guys, my beautiful listeners, can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash grace and using grace, G-R-A-C-E, at checkout. That's casper.com slash grace. Offer code grace, $50 off your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. We're here with Nicole Byer. Yay! Yay! <laughs> okay, um... So you just came from your house. Yes. New house, right? I bought it last year. I right. closed August 10th. I remember the date because I was also on RuPaul's Drag Race. I know, okay. <laughs> I'm going to get into that because I have a, I love that show so much and oh, I have so many best. questions about the BTS of all of that. Okay. But how is your house? It's good. Um, I genuinely really like having a house because uh-huh. um, my old apartment, I used to hear my neighbors having sex all the time. Oh, fun. And they didn't seem like they were enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> so Whoa. that bummed me out. 
to so, just hearing bad sex. Yeah, just like sad, oh, no. bad sex. And they would, who one would always take a shower after. Oh, <laughs> it's like, no. Wow. This is not a good relationship. But they were very attractive people. So I was like trying to get to the bottom of their relationship. And I was like, I need to just move. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice to not share a wall with anybody. Right. It's okay, nice to have privacy. I was going to say, you went from roommates because you live with John Milheiser. I still do. You still, okay. So I he, can't live alone. Okay. This is my question because I knew that you guys had lived together. Mm-hmm. Your shenanigans in your apartment <laughs> across all social media platforms <laughs> are one of the most wonderful things that uh, exist. Gross. Go look them up. Uh, I love me some John Milheiser and the two of you together, a dynamic <laughs> duo. So now has he's moved into your house with you. Yes. Okay. I took him with me. I came home one day and I said, I put an offer on a house. Are you coming? He was like, this is so sudden. It was almost like asking someone to marry me. Yeah, it's very. Like, I don't know. I guess. Yes. Yes. Magical. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. So now Very you have magical. So it's the same scenario, but there's just more space just, between yes, you guys. More space. It's nice. So we're not in each other's space all the time. Okay. And then we have two dogs. Uh, That's perfect. I mean, our relationship is very strange. I'm like a child where I was like, I want a dog. And he was like, no, Nicole, I'll be taking care of it. And I was like, no, you won't. I'll wake up. I'll walk him. John has two dogs and they live with me. Perfect. That's the best way to own dogs. It's for someone else to own them and just keep them near you uh-huh. all the time. You get the unconditional love. Yes. And he gets the maintenance. Yes. I'm like the dad in the relationship. <laughs> I was like, you live in my house and you take care of my babies. <laughs> That's very progressive. Thank you. I support it. Um, okay. Well, let's talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. <sighs> you a were dream. a guest judge. I was on All Stars, the Snatch Game. I had no idea it was All Stars Which until is like I got there. The greatest episode to possibly be a part oh, of. It was a dream. Yeah. And you get to watch the Snatch Game uncut. <gasps> so you just oh my like God. all the dead air. Uh-huh. Like people it's it was magical to watch. Uh-huh. Um when Chi Chi Devane <laughs> didn't know why the cage bird sang, oh. it was genuinely like a belly laugh. From, I was like, <laughs> that is so funny. Um, and then they didn't, uh, I like essentially told them how to do the Snatch Game, but they didn't air it. Oh, okay. Uh, but if there's little baby drag queens listening to this, if you have a character, pick like three things about that character and you can pre-write stuff. No one can see that desk. Oh, true. Pre-write, you have cards there, pre-write stuff. Yeah, yeah. set plan, yourself up for plan success. beats. Uh-huh. I told Trixie, I was like, you should have mapped it after the show. You had the format there. Right. Hello, hello, hello. You have a bald head. Then you put a wig on. Like, you could have d- you truly just done the show format. Yeah. And, and they uh, know, because every season they know at some point there's yes. going to be a Snatch Game episode. It's the yes. one, like, concrete thing they know but going into know a season. You know it's going to happen. You don't know when, but right. have, like, two characters. Also, people keep thinking Beyonce is impossible. Beyonce is kind of easy. Yeah, fair. What would you, yeah, what's your recommendation for doing a Beyonce impression? Well, if you look at old (laughs) interviews of Beyonce, (laughs) like people be like, hello, Beyonce. She's like, hello, yes, I am Beyonce. (laughs) There's one free joke. Just keep saying you're Beyonce. And then you can, like, you could do Beyonce through the age, like Destiny Child references. Oh, man. And I think people forget that you can 
reference the character. Yeah, that it's not um, an easy joke to just straight up say actual things. Yeah, yeah. like uh, Honey Boo Boo, well, I wasn't on that season, but Honey mm-hmm. Boo Boo, when uh, Eureka did it, uh-huh. was perfect because she referenced stuff that you know, like her go-go juice. Yes. You know that. You know she's from Toddlers and Tiaras, so mm-hmm. she wore like a little tutu. You just have to do recognizable. Like on SNL, when they do impressions, they're not doing impressions of people that not not taking where the impression is coming from. Do you know right. what I mean? You like you're Seth doing Seth referential. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're doing Seth Rogen, you're gonna do his like little laugh and maybe mention Pineapple Express. Yeah. I don't, like things you know him from. Beyonce, I think would be such a funny snatch game character. Oh, I know. Yeah, and uh, there's been a like a handful of people that have tried yes. to do it, right? And they uh, can't nail it. Yes, this season, Asia O'Hara did it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Kenya Michaels did it, and right. it was insane. <laughs> I think I've heard that. I haven't seen that oh, episode. Oh, it's great. But the- <laughs> she like- had never seen Beyonce. I think she just heard Perfect. the name Beyonce and was like, I do that. That's I, great. Ugh. I think another major tip is to do someone you've watched before. Yes, but don't once. revere. Yeah. I think that's another issue when oh, people you think love getting someone. Drowned by the legend. Yes, because yeah. oh, uh Tyra Sanchez also did Beyonce and she like loved Beyonce. And it's hard to pick out funny things about someone you like love. Yeah. If you put and, them like, up worship. on a pedestal, yeah. yeah, then how can you break them down? Yeah, how do you make mm-hmm. them into a caricature? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's totally fair. Also, if you watch old Destiny's Child interviews from like when they first started, mm-hmm. they're high as fuck in every interview. <laughs> and it's like the best thing really? to see. Oh my God. You're not the first person to say that. I need to go back and watch them. It's so amazing. They there's I only know this because like a couple months ago someone like posted like a mm-hmm. throwback to one of their like old interviews before they went on stage. Oh interesting. And it's just Beyonce talking about how she'd be a whale <laughs> if she could be any animal. And she's oh, like, my. I'd be a whale. Oh my god. And she like her eyes are like not open it's so so pure there's something so wonderful (laughs) about it okay i have to talk to you about nailed it yeah which is so fun it's your new netflix show which i mean i describe it as just like very um amateur bakers trying their best how would you describe it that's it (laughs) (laughs) three people who have no idea how to bake try to recreate these magical things that are found on Pinterest like Mm -hmm. a unicorn cake or a princess like a five tiered princess cake or like Sylvia Weinstock, who is one of the most magical people. Oh my one of her god! Wedding cakes. The tiny little old woman with the giant yes. like Monopoly Man glasses. Yes. Not Monopoly, but just like giant black rim glasses. Mm-hmm. She's pretty she's great. She's the most perfect person I think in the <laughs> world. She's so funny. At one point, she's like, "When's lunch?" And I was like, <laughs> two, Sylvia." And she's like, "Who eats it too?" <laughs> I don't know. What we do here, and she's like, "I'm gonna die." <laughs> she's so funny. <laughs> How has it been? Because you've done a lot of like hosting stuff and a lot mm-hmm. of like your own shows and own comedy. How is it hosting in this realm with like, I'm sure you have to toe the line between getting to be ridiculous yes. and having to be like accommodating mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Well, a lot of the critiques are like reading the room. If someone looks like they're going to cry, I'm not going to be like, look at that piece of shit. <laughs> you, know? you don't want that because then they're going to be like, it is shit. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you kind of have to remember that like someone tried. They tried their right. hardest. They yeah, spent sure. two hours of their life trying to do this. There is money on the line. So you read the room, and if they're a game to play, you play with them. Yeah. Uh, but it was hard the first season because they didn't give me any restrictions, kind of. They would just be like, oh, let's take this oh, again. I'd be like, why? Do you even know? And they're like, 
we're just doing it again. I was like, but was it not funny? Was it funny? Right. I don't know. Which you is, have to tell me. Yeah, it's all direction here. Good mm-hmm. to have creative freedom, but yeah, not having any specific yes. direction will make you crazy was, in your brain. Uh, yeah, every night I would drive home and be on the 101 being like, am I funny? <laughs> <laughs> like full meltdowns. To be fair, most people on the 101 are having that same <laughs> monologue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. Uh, have you had any, have there been any guest meltdowns? That you've had to be like, oh my god, I'm sorry. No, really? no. There must have been. Well, so they didn't air them, so I won't <laughs> talk about what's the, what. If you can't see it, what's the point it of talking about? Happened. Happened. Uh, yeah. It never happened. I do feel like so. Jacques Torres is like uh, your co-host mm-hmm. on this. Who's he's like a famous French like cho- yes. was it cho- chocolatier? Chocolatier. Chocolatier. I've seen him on so many other Food Network mm-hmm. like competition shows like this, and. He comes across very like highfalutin on a lot of those shows. And I feel like you kind of broke him down a little bit. He seems far more relatable on this than I've ever seen him before. I didn't think he was going to like me because we didn't meet before we started shooting. We oh, just really? like sat together and I was just like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> but after like an hour together, I was like, oh, this man, he's a... Uh, I would say one of like a very curious person who likes to teach but also likes to learn. Mm, so I've okay. been trying to teach him how to tell jokes. Oh my god! <laughs> mm-hmm. How and is that? Got? It's going pretty well, but sometimes <laughs> he'll drop a joke, and I won't know it's a. I, I'll think he's just talking, and then he'll be like, "Nico, that was a joke." And I'm like, "Oh, Shocks, <laughs> it was so good. It slipped past me." <laughs> That's He's so funny. So sweet. It's a very dynamic duo. Thank I you. I think it's so fun. Um, have you learned anything about baking? Did you know much about baking going into this? Did you have to know much? Or did they I like, like... no, nothing. And that's, I'm sure, probably what they wanted. They're mm-hmm. like, let's bring in someone that literally is just looking at shit mm-hmm. going, that looks like shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything. I learned that you need to put buttercream... I didn't know what buttercream was before, like, day one. Oh, yeah. And they kept saying buttercream. I was like, why are they saying frosting? Turns out, <laughs> they're different. <laughs> frosting is different than buttercream, then it's different than royal icing oh wow who knew not me oh, I didn't now know you know now you know but you got to put it between your sponges and that's what you call a cake a they sponge call- oh I, yep just things i was All like this jargon so many things but also why the need for different <laughs> names cake i is don't not good enough? No, <laughs> i don't know and then i was calling fondant fondant because i thought <laughs> I it was like french i thought no, it's just fondant. fondant. Oh, really? I didn't yes. know that. I, I was always like, thought it was fondant. <laughs> nope. Okay. It's just fondant. <laughs> and nobody corrected me. Oh, I didn't know that either. Wow. wow. We learn a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also had the cast of Queer Eye on recently. What a dream. I'm so jealous. I love Queer Eye so much. Uh, that must have been an actual dream. It was very fun. They are... Some of the sweetest men I've ever met who mm-hmm. genuinely like each other. It seems and that it way. Comes across. Like if there is infighting, I have you I don't know. They hide I've never it very seen well. it. Yeah. Yeah, because like even when the camp well, the cameras are always rolling, but like even in like down times when it was like this isn't that important, they were still like very just nice and helpful to each other. Oh, that's that's great. cool. Just very sweet men. Oh, that makes me full of hope and <laughs> like wonder. That's so great. Um well, I also think that way because I follow them on social media now mm-hmm. and all of their Instagram stories are like them hugging each other, supporting uh-huh. each other, sitting on each other's laps, mm-hmm. like just fully being 
seemingly genuinely in love with each other. And it's very real. Whoever did the casting on that did a fabulous job. Deserves all the awards. Mm Um, your social media, I love so much. Thank you. Hashtag very brave <laughs> is fantastic. When did this start? This started, I think, maybe two years ago. I had noticed that if a fat woman posted anything that like revealed her body, right. the comments would be like, oh my God, you're brave. <laughs> oh my God, I wish I could have that confidence. How? <laughs> so I was going to Palm Springs with my friend Marcy and I bought a bikini like a year before. Hadn't put it on because I was like, it doesn't look right. Yeah. But then I put it on before we went to Palm Springs and I was like, but that's what it looks like. I don't. Who cares? I don't think I care. <laughs> so I only packed bikinis, got in the car with Marcy and I was like, Marcy, I only have bikinis. <laughs> She you was also like, turned into a 1950s okay. <laughs> Marcy, yeah. <laughs> really brought the bikinis. <laughs> But then she goes, okay. And I was like, I'm going to take pictures of them and I'm going to post them and I'm going to put that I'm brave. I'm very fat and very brave. And we laughed very hard. And then that's what we did. And then I, uh, some people get the joke. Some people don't get the joke. Yeah, I was going to say the feedback or comments must be a kind of across the board. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people have used the hashtag themselves, which I was like, oh, how cool. (laughs) But then some people are like, you're forgetting. Very beautiful. I'm like, bitch, I know. (laughs) I look good all the time. I don't have to tell the people. I'm not adding anything new to the conversation. We all, we're on the same page. Oh my God. Uh, I love it. I can't wait for you to get your coffee table book. Uh, The Kim Kardashian selfie version of the Cole Byer book. I am trying. And I'll tell you, people been passing. (laughs) They've been saying, no. (laughs) <laughs> I believe it can happen. Thank I'm you. putting positive energy out there. Thank you. You got uh okay, you've a ton going on. You're doing your Netflix half hour at Just for Less, which is literally like next week. It's just around the river band. I am a little nervous but also excited. And I've been running it a lot, which well, is that's what I was gonna ask, because I don't do stand-up, so that mm-hmm. whole world is you know, terrifying, but fascinating (laughs) to me. And I've asked a bunch of people that we've had on before about like, what is your process when you're workshopping like a, your half hour? Cause I'm sure it's literally like (coughs) you're making a baby. Like Mm -hmm. this is all of you. Well, I was like trying to do spots around town, seeing if people would let me do longer sets. Cause Mm -hmm. usually you get like 10 minutes max and the half hour is three, three of those 10 minutes. Right. (laughs) Right. No. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, So then my agent was like, well, you're in New York. Do you want to feature for someone uh, who's doing shows in West Nyack, New York? And I was like, "Uh, I guess. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this will be perfect. This is five shows. I by the end of the five shows, I'll have what I want. So that's what I did. I the first night did what I thought I wanted to do. And then the second show, I was like, okay, I got to get rid of this joke. And then the third show, I was like, oh, okay, this is it. Fourth show, I was like, nope, this is it. So, like, the host was like, are you taping this for something? And I was like, (laughs) yes. He's like, ah, because it is so interesting to watch you rework things. Oh, interesting. And he's like... you would rework it and be like, oh, that makes sense there. But then you would put it somewhere else and I go, oh, it makes better sense there. And oh. I was like, it's funny that you That's watched cool. how I like my brain was working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're literally constructing something. Yeah. It's like uh, puzzles because uh, I it's so in my hour, things are ordered differently. Sure. So then I was like taking out jokes from in between jokes and then 
Yeah, it's like Tetris, if you will. Yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. get all the blocks together. Figure out how they fit mm-hmm. the most appropriately together. Yes. So I'm going to run it two more times. One with notes from the network, from Netflix. Oh, yeah. So you get notes uh-huh. back from the network. Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. I didn't, I think didn't about, know that. Yeah, I didn't think about that side of it. And yeah. I know it's mostly like you can't do this. No, they've been very um, supportive and nice. Oh, and great. the notes were just like, think about your order. Maybe you don't want to do 15 minutes of fat jokes. And I'm like, hmm, I do. <laughs> That's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to do. Incorrect. <laughs> um, but like ultimately it is mine. Right. And notes are just notes. Uh, but yeah, most of the notes are just about order. Gotcha. And uh, uh, what's it? Time, not timing, but like, like rhythm, yes. pacing, pacing, pacing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But you're feeling good about it. You're feeling confident I about feel it. Feel good. I'm going to do it two more times. Yay! And then I'm. Are gonna... you doing it here locally in LA? Yeah. So I have a show. Well, this will come. This out. will come out probably yeah, this after. Will come out. So, so a show at the Improv and then a show at Just UCB. I'll feel ashamed that you missed the shows. That yeah, she's be doing. sad. Shame. Or if you saw them, thank you for coming. <laughs> uh, do you you travel and do a lot of like shows on the road, mm-hmm. which I'm always fascinated by. Uh, you do too, don't you? Not as frequently as like stand ups do. Oh, okay, and it's a little bit different because there's, and I'm sure you have now like a very built in audience of people mm-hmm. across the country that come and see you, which is must be very fun it's and great. fascinating to see like who watches uh-huh. this because that's why I am like who watches like what's the spectrum of people that watch like Nailed It or Girl Code well, that you're on Nailed It I'm learning because uh, recently someone told me what my social media following is oh and like the demo a lot of children are now following me oh right because you're a voice in a uh, an animated series but also kids watch Nailed It oh interesting oh. kids love Nailed It oh interesting like interesting a stupid amount and it's weird because, of, oh, because they it's have baking all those- but they also have all those well, kids baking shows. Yeah, they've yeah, and I that's think what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, kids like to watch baking, and I'm like a cartoon character who's like <laughs> live action. And like, man, that lady has a lot of energy. Which is what a child asked me the other day. So I did this like panel thing, and there was a kid there. She was 11. She goes, "Can I ask a question?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's your time. Ask it." <laughs> <laughs> she was like. How do you have so much energy? How do you sustain it for as long as you do? Oh my like, god! I was like, I'm tiring out a child. Oh my god! <laughs> I guess it's all the cocaine. No, it's just like I just I don't know how to be any other way. But that's yeah, you're giving children crises about mm-hmm. their own stamina. They're like, this lady needs to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> but that is so fascinating. I mean, I guess it makes sense that like well, it's parents- in the kids section. That's where they put it on Netflix? It's on the kids section oh, and the adult section. Oh, oh it's in both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, because like, you know, it's it's not like objectionable get, material. So kids I, can watch it safely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get sure. a parent could put it on and be like, yeah. I'll watch this and, and my worry. kid can also watch this. And yeah. I don't have to watch like whatever Nickelodeon has for this child. Yeah, sense. I don't even know what's on Nickelodeon anymore. Oh, no one does. They don't know what they're doing. No. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask about being on the road and now like meeting people that watch Nailed It mm-hmm. and people that have seen Girl Code and people that have just like been uh, a follower of you. Like, have you had bizarre fan encounters or like moments in stand up shows with people that have come that 
want to have conversations. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I think Facebook has ruined it for real life. Yeah, because your oh. other, your scripted series is mm-hmm. now on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. But people, the reason why I say Facebook has ruined real life is because I feel like those status updates, like Facebook, mm. Twitter, all of it, I think people think that the world wants their opinion at all times. Yes. Uh, yeah. yes. And it doesn't. The world does not need your opinion on everything. <laughs> I, the worst thing that happened was I was in... Sacramento doing five shows mm-hmm. and everyone in Sacramento was out of their fucking minds. Fair. I kicked <laughs> someone out of almost all of my shows. There was one man wow. very drunk having a full conversation with his friend at full volume. And I was like, sir, you have to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And he said, I'm so sorry. I'm going to go on a date. And I said, that has no correlation to what I just asked what? of you. And he was like, I'm going on a date with a man from church. And I was like, then please go, go on your date. And he's like, I'll be quiet. Shh. Quiet. And I was like, oh my gosh. okay. And then he pulled out like an iPad type phone. It was the biggest phone I've ever seen and started texting. And I was like, so you, I told you you couldn't talk here. So now you're talking to someone who's not here. And he was like, I gotta get ready for my date. And I was like, get <laughs> out, leave. Oh so my God. then he leaves another show. The oh setup to the God. joke is does anyone here wear Spanx? couple ladies said yes and then I said why and then this lady goes because they're Mexican and I was like you can't <laughs> scream that what what does that mean oh I said explain God. yourself and then she started this whole monologue and I was like is this community theater what do you think this is where are we oh my and gosh. then uh, I had another show oh where <laughs> I do Trump material it is literally five minutes of my set sure I talk about politics for total maybe eight minutes. Got it. And these ladies were talking for the comic before me. This guy, Ron, was up and this lady was like, look at my French fry. And he was like, who fucking cares, lady? (laughs) Who cares about your long ass French fry? Like, Uh shut up. So then she's like, okay, I'll be quiet. And he's like, be good for Nicole because it's like the last show. Yeah. And everyone had been wild. Oh, no. And then they were quiet. I start, they're talking. I say, can you please be quiet? They say, okay. And then I hear one of the, it's a group of four, two couples. One of the ladies goes, she's annoying me. And I looked at her and I said, did you just say I'm annoying you? And she had a smile on her face that indicated yes. Oh my God. But she said, no. And I said, then what did you say? She said, that you remind me of my friend. I was like, who's your friend? She's like, Janet. I was like, great. Me and Janet are just alike. Please be quiet. She's like, "Mm mm-hmm. Oh God. So I'm going again and they're talking and I said, guys, I can hear you. Then one of the husbands goes, can you hear what I'm thinking? And I was like, no, I'm not a superhero. He goes, well, you're (laughs) super something. And I said, what is it? Do you not like the material? He goes, no. I said, perfect. Take your little legs, walk outside, get in a car, start it and drive home. You don't need to be here. And he was like, no. And I was like, get up and leave. (gasps) So then I like squatted in front of him because, you know, stage is elevated. And I screamed at him. Oh, my God. Just like screamed. I kept saying, are you stupid or are you dumb? It's one or the other. (laughs) Are you stupid or are you dumb? So then finally I was like, I think these people don't like I'm a black woman because like my opener was gay Uh and I think a gay white man was like "Uh, just like enough they were like I can listen to that but that's a lot and then a black woman who's screaming about things in her life I think they were like just floored so then I said I make more I make uh, what did I say I was like, I make a lot of money. I don't need this. Knowing full well that when they left and they were talking to the manager, they would bring that up. Oh, my God. And then I was right. She was like, that's what they talked about the most. They were like, we could own this club. There's no way she makes more money than me. 
And I was like, hey, 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 gotcha. they found the most offensive. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, they didn't Jesus. seem to mind that I was screaming at them. That That's is so funny. And then someone on Twitter was like, I was there. That was so rude. And I was like, were you one of them? And he's like, no, I just know them. And they're very rich people. And I was like, well, okay. Oh. What are you, their spokesperson? What are you, their lawyer? <laughs> what is <laughs> this? <laughs> I was like, they were disrespectful. He was like, how? I said, talking during a show is disrespectful. And I went back and forth with this person. So I'm like, a couple other comics were like, yeah, if you talk during a show, like, Whatever, good rings, whatever happens to you yeah. happens. Right, right. Ugh, Sacramento. It ruins it for the yes. other audience members who yes. are trying to enjoy the comedy. Yeah. Yes, that's it's the most selfish thing you can do at and a show. And people were like yeah, chanting, they were I like, agree. leave, <laughs> get out, go. Yeah. And they were like, you're not yeah. rich. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That is so frustrating. <sighs> Sacramento, baby. Yeah. I'll never go back. <laughs> During that show, some lady was like, when are you coming back? And I was like, I mean, never. Like, I'll <laughs> never, never clock. come back. Yeah, mark your calendars for <laughs> absolutely not at all. Um, that is so not. What's your relationship with social media? Because oh. now that you're doing Nailed mm-hmm. It, I'm sure that you are encouraged to be more active on social media, yes. help spread the word, etc. I try to post once a day. It's like a job. It's like yeah. having a second job. When you don't post, people, I guess, forget about you. I don't they know. They forget or they think there's something wrong. Yes. Or they're, yeah, they're, it's like a, a parental response almost mm-hmm. from people where they just couldn't care less, forget about you, or they're just like, is she okay? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah. yeah, it's very, very curious. You have a lot of followers. So, it's, I mean, it's very strange. That's why I'm always fascinated, especially with like comedians, like, because. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I'm sure this is just general truth, that it's a much more sensitive media now. And so, like, mm-hmm. making jokes online and being, like, a little bit more blunt or a little bit more sarcastic doesn't always come across correctly you to people. You are correct. And then you have to be careful. Yeah. Because, you know, people love to screenshot. Oh, and they do. Dare you delete it. <laughs> they go, I got it for you. Here it is. Yes, yes, yes. I After Girl Code ended... I was like, well, I don't know what's next. So I went through all of my social media, like to the beginning and deleted things that I thought were offensive. Oh, that really? Could be misconstrued as offensive. Yeah. Because I was like, you're not going to catch me out here. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, like, I didn't have too, too offensive things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. It is, but it's bizarre. I, I get like blocked a lot of time, like mental block of like oh. posting stuff, not like blocked by people. I'm not mm-hmm. that say, offensive. Who's blocking yeah, yeah, it was like, probably truly, people. You're so knows? nice. Uh, no, I, I get mental block of like posting because I talk myself out of stuff that might be seemingly mm-hmm. misconstrued as problematic to people. Mm-hmm. And then you just get stuck. And you're like, well, how do I mm-hmm. exist on the internet? It is hard. And you do toe the line. Did you see, what is Johnny Depp's ex-wife's name? Amber Heard. Did you see what she tweeted a couple days no. ago? No. What? Ooh, baby. It Tell was me. juicy. She deleted it. <laughs> but you know the friends in the world screenshot it. Oh, they got it. It was like, uh, FYI, friends, there's an ice checkpoint, so make sure you drive your nannies uh, gardeners and oh. housekeepers <gasps> home tonight. I have heard this. I screamed because oh I was like, God. I think she thought she was making a joke, but like also what a classist joke. Not everyone has oh my. help in their house. One, two, not everyone's employing, you know, undocumented immigrants. Yeah. Also, she brought her dogs to Australia. What? What does that mean? Johnny Depp and her tried to, like they got fined because they yeah, tried they to bring their- Yeah, they almost put their- them down. 
yeah, put them down. Yeah. They tried to bring their dogs to Australia. You can't bring dogs to Australia? No. That's a really strange rule. And I think, they hid I think, them. I but think the, you can, but there's like procedures there's you have to the, follow. So oh, they, I guess, yeah, if you're bringing a dog into a country. Yeah, yeah. they hid the dogs. And <laughs> the only reason that it got out is because they took it to like a groomer in Australia and they like posted on Instagram <laughs> like that they were cleaning Johnny Depp's dogs. And, and then, then everyone Australia was like, was like Excuse me? Yeah. These are not, you didn't register these that These are dog. undocumented dogs. Okay, I have a question. Who do you love to hate follow on social media? If there's huh. anyone. Or just like That's someone that you're just like, this question. is my guilty. Like, I love following Cher's Twitter so much. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. And there's it, so many emojis. So it's, many. It's like a <laughs> new age hieroglyphics that you have I to figure out. genuinely love it. I would say Owen Benjamin. Do you know who he is? No. He is a comic who was doing well and honestly has like the craziest Twitter. He uses the N-word all the time. <laughs> oh he not black. Uh, oh, no. He has like the most hateful things. And then he'll be like, huh. They're just jokes. And you're like, no, they're not, buddy. Wow. And then he had this whole like uh, YouTube rant where his, the the idea of the rant was like the the reason why women are unhappy is not because of like me too, and not because of like equal pay. It's because they're not having enough babies. Oh He's my God. bonkers bananas. I recommend it if you would just like to have your head spin a little bit. <laughs> yeah, if you want to scream at your own screen, I guess. Azalea Banks is another one because <laughs> she always mad about something. Oh boy, mad. I like people who are like angry and don't have a friend that can be like, hey, listen. Yeah, you should or like post a therapist. That. Yeah, the people that are completely unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm unhinged with you. people. <laughs> I was I was there for Roseanne. I was like following her Twitter. Oh, I was man. like, what is she's gonna say something bad soon? Because it's like <laughs> ramping up. Then she said it. I was like, boom, yeah, there it is. Oh, Roseanne, you did not disappoint. <laughs> oh, oh, what a dream. Wow. Uh, yeah, gosh, we've been through so much in 2018. <laughs> 2018's uh, nuts. Do you, okay, so much has happened with Trump and and just the world in general. Yeah. Do, you re- do you remember that, uh, what's her name? Uh, Melania plagiarized Michelle Obama? Yes. Uh-huh. I like forgot I about that until that someone brought, brought that up the other day. I was like, oh yeah. There's so much. Oh, it's wild. That it feels like that was 10 years ago yes. that that happened. Like if someone wrote the script to life, someone would be like, this jumped the shark. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Too much has happened. This isn't real. This needs a rewrite. Yes. So on the nose. We need to like truly, you know, ground need, this. Yeah, we need a more realistic version mm-hmm. of this. Nope, that's our that's our day to day. On that optimistic note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we have a bunch of really fun Twitter questions. So we'll be right back with Nicole Byer on Not Too Deep. Support for today's episode of Not Too Deep comes from Scentbird, a luxury perfume subscription service for just $14.95. Scentbird lets you choose a 30-day supply of a new scent every month, and you can select from over 500 designer brands, including Prada, Gucci, Kate Spade, Nest, and more, all 100% authentic. Uh, They sent me five scents as a tester, and I am hooked. As someone that... Uh, cares about her bodily odors and doesn't maintain them as regularly or as best as she could. The idea of having uh, an easily transportable, uh, updated scent that I can just trick people into thinking I've hygiened myself is 
fantastic. Plus, you know, some people get stuck on a signature scent, and this gives you the opportunity to, like, test around, try some different things, see what happens. Uh, and so you can do that at scentbird.com. If you visit scentbird.com slash grace, pick your first perfume today and use my code grace, G-R-A-C-E, for 50% off. And you can pick your first perfume for just $7.50 plus free shipping. That's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash grace, G-R-A-C-E, to use my code grace for 50 percent off your first month date a perfume before you have to commit to it forever Ooh, that's their tagline and i like it not, not too deep for many of us jack you know this on a, a very personal basis mm. the day doesn't start uh, doesn't start until we get that morning energy boost i'm talking about coffee oh you're talking about coffee i'm talking about coffee in fact <laughs> turns out yeah and now there's a brand new way to enjoy your daily cup of joe thanks to cafe monster Ooh, how is, fancy used to be a personal nickname for myself <laughs> but turns out is an actual wonderful caffeinated product courtesy of Monster Energy Drinks. Yeah, so they are actually available in a multitude of flavors. There's mm-hmm. vanilla, mocha, and salted caramel. Oh, la la. I know. Cafe Monster is shaking up the ready-to-drink coffee category with indulgent gourmet coffee. That's only 190 calories. And not to mention, with the 150 milligrams of caffeine from coffee beans, B vitamins, and coffee fruit extract, Cafe Monster offers a simplified energy blend that contains a third less sugar than the leading national brand. In fact, it's 100 fewer calories per bottle than the competition, but you'd never know that by tasting it. And we did. They're really tasty. They sent us so much of it. They sent us so much. And we did dabble and it was delicious. And now uh, we have too much caffeine in our bodies. But guys, you get the same feel and flavor as your local coffee house and you don't have to wait in line. So Cafe Monster, chill it down, shake it up, enjoy. And we are back with Nicole Byer. We're going to get into some Twitter questions. But before we do, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every guest that's okay. on the podcast. And the first one is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What a silly question. Who, alive? So Sashir's Sameta. Oh, that would be really nice. I said her name wrong, too. I was like, that's a different pronunciation it than is. I've heard. <laughs> so sheer Zameta. Perfect. Not Zameta. Perfect, <sighs> perfect. I would love to just see her reaction. Uh, I mean, yeah, you guys created a web series together years mm-hmm. ago, right? What was it called? Pursuit of Sexiness. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What was the premise of this? Um, it was just two little dumb best friends just trying <laughs> to have sex in the city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what's happened with it? Will it get revived? I mean... Uh, I don't know. Maybe we have not been available for television together for a long time. Gotcha. I was uh, doing Lucy exactly, and uh, I don't know if we're going to do more episodes of that. And then she was on SNL, but right. now we're now we're free, free right. as a bird. Just throwing so maybe, this out there. I don't know as a possible thing that could happen that people would love. Um, okay, the other question I ask every guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or small phrases or some combination. So mine... Three words, okay. Or small phrases. So, for instance, mine is college jogging front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking sleep hotel. <laughs> oh. I just always appreciate when someone has an immediate story that comes to mind. Because we've had so many people on that are like, I've never had a close call. Oh, I've never kidding? shit my pants. And I'm like, mm, okay. 
Good for you. <laughs> Continue. Okay, let's get into these Twitter questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Social Twitter. media has a lot that they want to ask you about. Okay. I know you've talked about shoplifting a lot <laughs> in your <laughs> illustrious career. I love it. Because uh, <laughs> you have your own podcast uh-huh. called Why Wouldn't You Date Me? Why Won't You Date Me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... um. I know that you've been to Macy's jail, I've uh-huh. heard, which is <laughs> tell, a real tell, thing. Tell people, uh, our uh, audience, so, what Macy's uh, jail is. <laughs> Macy's in Herald Square on 34th Street <laughs> no, I didn't in know New this York, York City <laughs> has uh. a full, like, jail cells underneath the Macy's. <gasps> Whoa. And when you get arrested, they take you down in the elevator and then you open it up and you're like, this is jail. <laughs> <laughs> this is clothing jail. And when you're arrested, they put you in a cell with your friend and then they pull out everything from your bag and they add it up. And if it's more than, I think, $1,000, it's grand larceny. But if it's wow. under, it's petty theft, I oh, believe. Sure. I was just under petty theft. <laughs> <laughs> you budgeted that uh-huh. day. Well, I was like, full price items, please, and a couple clearance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, someone wants to know what's the most memorable shoplifted article of clothing. If there oh, is one. Boy. Um, well, I stole a big old party dress for a friend. Oh. I was like a little Robin Hood. I would steal for friends. I was going to say, there's something nice about mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah. My friend wore, it was like a big poofy white dress that I had to put in my purse and then step on to make it look fluffy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then I would steal coach bags. Um, How did you steal the bags? Oh, wait. Where are my keys? Oh, they've been stolen. Oh. I stole this oh, in, yeah. <laughs> in oh high school. Gosh. What is this? It's a little it's coach, a little coin, coach purse? coin purse. I, it's a little uh, memorabilia of my it's days little... when I loved shoplifting. Oh, token of appreciation <laughs> yeah. for the good old days. Yeah, and I like had a pretty foolproof way to, to get my stuff because I shoplifted from about 16 to 21 and wow. I only got picked up three times in the course of five years yes. yeah and I shoplifted like every day <laughs> oh my god you better believe at Christidis I got all my groceries for free oh my gosh <laughs> who was a okay who's like the prime because I used to work at TJ Maxx mm-hmm. and I would uh, that was my first job. I worked in the fitting room at TJ Maxx. I mm-hmm. quickly quit to move up the ladder to Chili's Hostess. <laughs> but I remember <laughs> seeing grown women very blatantly shoplift clothing mm-hmm. out of the fi- uh, the fitting rooms, and I wouldn't stop them because I was 16. I don't own TJ Maxx. I'm no. not making any more money by stopping these women. Um, right. Applauding their creativity because mm-hmm. it was a lot of like going in with six items, coming back out with two, and clearly being bulkier around the midriff section. <laughs> oh, see that. <laughs> Stupid. Here's, yeah. I will tell you a foolproof way to shoplift. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. First, T- tips for all you kids out there find your frame. <laughs> where are the cameras? Oh, yeah. <laughs> find a space where the camera does not hit you. Mm. Pick up lots and lots of things, drape them over your arm, but also have like two to three things on a hanger, like in your hand, covered by the draped clothes. Find the spot where the camera can't see you. Uh-huh. Put a shirt inside a shirt, a sh- like a dress inside a dress. So like hanging things, put them inside each other. So you'll have like three hangers that are doubled. Wow. So you're bringing in six things instead of three. And then get a pair of jeans. So bring three of those doubled things, <laughs> oh uh, like an extra shirt and jeans into the fitting room. So that's five things. And then you de-double the things. Uh-huh. You pop the sensor off. 
And then you fold everything up real tiny, put it in your purse or your shopping bag. I recommend purse because people are looking for big old shopping bags. Right, true. So then you put all the sensors in the jean pocket. <gasps> and then you go out with the same amount of things that you walked in oh with, gosh. allegedly. Uh-huh. Hand the lady two things because you're like, I'm not going to buy all of this. What am I, a Monopoly man? <laughs> so then you walk around the store and you go, you know what? I'm not the Monopoly man. I don't have any money. It's not Friday. So then you put everything back. So you create a full play yes. for yourself. <laughs> yes. But then the question is, I think this lady stole, but where are the sensors? They're on the rack because you put them in the jeans. <laughs> oh, ah, baby. No wait. evidence. I was always told that these are like ink spouting yeah, sensors. Yeah, that's what I thought too when you break them off. Don't they well, shoot when ink you? when you see somebody with a bunch of holes in your clothes, you'll know why. Because <laughs> you just, they put sensors on seams so you don't put a hole in the actual garment. Oh, gotcha. So if you're fine with holes in your clothes, you pull, like you rip it up and down till it loosens the seam uh-huh. and then you pull it out and you put that little ink master in the, <laughs> in the jean pocket. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. Oh, you, you know, were quite good at that. It makes very good. I it became like a game. It, I, I'm sure that it becomes yeah, literally a real mm-hmm. IRL game. And uh, when you get arrested, they tell you how they figured it out. So then I was like, ah, and then okay. you know how to outsmart yes. them next time because they were. I was like, how did you figure it out? And they were like, well, you left a bunch of sensors in the fitting room. I said, oh, well, I have to figure out a way to not. Be yeah, you just gave me some notes. <laughs> the sensors Thank you. in the fitting room. <laughs> And then when I was like putting things in my You're bag, like, they were like, jeans. yes, jeans, put them in pockets. Wow. They were like, we saw you putting it in the bag. And I was like, ah, so you really can't do it on the floor. You can only really double on the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This feels like a book you should write. A manual of sorts. <laughs> oh How to steal. I mean, it's really and good that you've cultivated such a young audience. Books? Books are easy. Walk out like you came in with the book. <laughs> oh, my God. I once took, I needed... Um, <laughs> plays for drama so I was like better get a Shakespeare book with all of them in it and the book is huge but I like put it in my arm and went this is my book (laughs) then I walked out and no one was like why is that young black woman just carrying the complete works of Shakespeare oh my god but that goes to show how great of an actress you were Mm -hmm. that you just fully committed to I came in to see if you had more you don't (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna leave oh my god I didn't have money when I was but see that's exactly what ha- I watched these women just like clearly and they were so confident mm-hmm. in like what they were doing that I was like I have no room <laughs> to try and stop this mm-hmm. process right now this is like they came for a mission uh-huh. and they they're are, way more confident in their yes, shoplifting than I, you were in your enforcement none of, uh, yeah, none of us had anything to gain in this situation no because also sure. people get dangerous also I worked in a clothing store for a very long time but I never stole from them there you go ironic well you don't shit where you eat yeah <laughs> imagine okay. getting arrested in the store you work in how is she gonna get a recommendation for her next job <laughs> yes. that's a really good point <laughs> hadn't thought of that <laughs> valid um okay someone wants to know would you ever do another scripted show like loosely nicole so tell us about because loosely exactly nicole was yes. on mtv now yes. it's on facebook mm-hmm. what's happening with it i don't know facebook is like a brand new platform mm-hmm. um I don't know what their plan is for their content. Because you have season two and three on Facebook? Just uh, season one and two. So oh, they bought okay. the first season from MTV. Got it. So 20 episodes stream. Um, I would love to do another scripted show. Because this is based on your real life, mm-hmm. right? So how was that creating? Oh, it was very fun because I was in the room and 
I would come in and just talk about mm-hmm. like my weekend or like what happened that night. And then this one guy, Christian Lander, who um, he works on Blackish now, but he was very good at like cherry picking an idea from what I was talking about yeah. and then turning it into a full fledged story. Um, and then I was dating someone the summer we were writing and I would give them updates every single day. And in like real time, I'd be like, he texted. What did he say? <laughs> Read it out loud. So then we like just oh, put that. Oh, when it ended, amazing. we like put that in there. Oh, gosh. Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> don't everyone, talk to me unless you want to be on TV. Yeah, everyone That's has so their own funny. version of therapy. Some yes. is a little uh-huh. bit more public than others. Yeah, very public. <laughs> but we like changed things like his name. Sure. Just that. His yeah. ethnicity. <laughs> He'll yeah. never know. He'll never know. Have you ever had anyone come out of the woodwork and be like, um, I feel like you're talking about me? Um, no, but I had a friend accidentally text me that was like, um, I think Nicole, have you seen Nicole's show? The character Derek, I think, is based on this guy we know. <gasps> and then I was like, I don't think you meant to send that to me. And she's like, I sure didn't. Oh my I God. I don't always, I'm not always talking about you, but like, it was a guy that me and our mutual friend had like also dated. Yeah. So she was just like, did you see that? Because Nicole just put all her business out there. Whoa. And he's bad. Well, that's fun. That's always a fun accidental text. Mm-hmm. You're in no wrong in that situation. No, it was very funny. It made me giggle. <laughs> uh, someone wants to know, what's your favorite dish from Nailed It? Because <laughs> you have to taste everything. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, I mean, do you have now, I imagine having to taste so many sweets, do you have any like... I hate cake. I don't want to look at it when I'm um, not having to taste it. No, I get excited about cake because I'm like, will this one be good? <laughs> yeah, because, okay, what's the over-under on, like, the majority of them being good? They're all pretty bad. <laughs> which is insane because they uh, use cake mix. And also they give them the recipes that they're clearly, like, working off of on these iPads the whole time. Yeah, but I guess that's, like, honestly, the mechanics of baking is hard. It's science. It's, mm-hmm. like, very strict science. Yeah, you can't do, like, a smidge over a cup. Otherwise, your sponge won't rise. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, that covers this question. Does she even really like cake? I do like cake. I like sweets. Yeah. You don't get fat not eating cake. Come on now. <laughs> I love cake. I like pound cakes. Oh, they're very tasty. I don't think I don't know when the last time I had a pound cake was very fluffy. Have... No, no, that's angel food cake. Yeah. Pound, pound cakes cake. are dense. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's why they're called dense. pound cakes. Yeah. Right, 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 it's a right, pound right. of every ingredient. Yeah, is that why it's called a pound cake? Really? Uh-huh. Oh wow, I love them. Oh, uh, someone said I loved your crossover episode with the Queer Eye guys. Have they offered to pay you back in some way? Is there any other show that you would, or any other show cast that you'd love to have on Nailed It? Oh, like a full cast? Dang. Or just like any other guest judges that you'd like I mean, to have. I mean, RuPaul, let's get real. <gasps> that hasn't happened yet. No, I, I would love it. But Ru is so busy. Yeah. Ru records her podcast while they're shooting. Like, that between- day is like full. Wow. They, Crazy. RuPaul is one of the hardest working fucking people yeah. and deserves everything they get. I believe. Uh, did you go to the finale episode? I didn't. I was out of town. Uh, I'm so sad. It, it was pretty. I screamed at my TV multiple times. <laughs> did you go to the finale? No, I didn't. I went uh, to the finale the year before. Oh. And Sasha Valor's season. Yes. And literally lost my goddamn brain. A drag show is such a fun show. Oh, because there's you don't know what's going to happen. No? And literally anything can happen. 
It's yes. amazing. But also we got to, Mamrie and I were in the audience mm-hmm. and we got to sit next. They put us in the seats that all of the queens that aren't in the final, but are from the season, oh, sit in. that's fun. And also they're just like full hair and makeup, mm-hmm. everything. So they all have fans and mm-hmm. they're just fanning themselves in the seats and it's looking hot. so over it in between it's everything. It's hot. It's so hot. And like Being we doing were. Doing drag is work. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. It's so much. But they were fully done and having to like, you know, the taping happens longer than the mm-hmm. actual episode. And so sure. they're all trying to preserve their makeup uh-huh. and like kind of pay attention, but also have like a very competitive bitterness <laughs> of being like, yeah, good for her kind of scenario. <laughs> it was pretty great. Uh, yeah. It was just like sitting next to a bunch of unicorns. I loved it. <laughs> uh, okay. Someone to know, does she ever go back after filming and eat what's left on Nailed It Cakes? No. <laughs> Not if it's not any good. Nope. <laughs> They're all trash cakes. Uh, has Jacques ever been to any of your stand-up shows? He has not because he lives in New York. Okay. And he, not for, he keeps trying. His wife keeps texting me being like, I was gonna say, where are you right now? <laughs> we're in New York. Are you in New York? I'm like, no, I'm not. She's like, all right, well, fuck. I need to come see you. Yeah. His wife is wonderful. Oh, that's so sweet. I was going to say, is that a weird thing if he came to a show? Or would you be no. like, yes, please? I would love it. Jacques is honestly just like such a kind, sweet man. Yeah, he seems very cool. And he's also, I mean, when you're a chocolatier as your job. You're like a whimsical fucking person. (laughs) Like you play with chocolate and and figure out things to put inside chocolate. Like that's your life. Yeah. Uh, Someone wants to know, will Wes make an appearance on Why Won't You Date Me podcast? Uh, Yeah. So Wes, for people that don't Mm -hmm. know, is the associate director? He's the assistant director. director. He's the one in charge on the floor. (laughs) And he's the person that you scream at at the Uh end of every episode on Nailed It to bring Uh you a trophy. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it's very fun. Uh, A couple of gentlemen on Twitter were like, this is reverse sexism and you're me tooing him. And I was like, no. He's the one in charge of me. <laughs> like, he's the one screaming at me when I'm not doing what I've been told to do. Yeah. One, two. If you don't want to be on camera, you just say, I don't want to be on camera. It's not my job. And they would go, okay. Yeah. And also, you're not, like, overtly sexualizing him in No, any way. sometimes I am. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't air. I read something about him being under the table the whole time. Yeah, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> he was hiding under like the yeah, judging table uh-huh. and he like brought the trophy up from like between my legs and also like before it happened he's like are you okay with me between your legs and I was like are you okay for what I'm going to say when you present it oh, and no. he was like ah oh, Nicole yeah sure and I was like Wes has been in my pussy this whole time oh, oh my god and then he laughed really hard and then we had to like do it again <laughs> and then the next day he's like I told my wife that joke and uh she laughed really hard. <laughs> oh, thank God. That's, That's a good so approval. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I mean, you kind of talked about this a little bit, but someone wants to know, has anyone ever left your comedy shows for you being too raunchy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, no one's ever... Oh, like- the, the, here's the second half of this tweet, because I think this is important. It's not a question, mm-hmm. just more context. Uh, they say, because damn girl, you make me blush and I work at an adult toy store. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wild. But anything I would say would make you blush more than like a fisting hand. Like, what do you mean I make you blush? Hang on. Wait a minute. Can you buy a fisting yeah, hand? Yeah, it's like this. And it's a literal arm that people come in to buy and be like, well, I'm going to take this home and fist myself. Oh, my God. Anything I say is going to make you blush? Well, oh my God. what is your life? 
I don't think I'm that raunchy. Yeah, she works at a very modest <laughs> adult yeah, toy they, store. They only sell like little lipstick vibrators. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like some dildos are huge. But uh, <laughs> I do remember specifically I was doing a show with Sashir and our other friend Keisha. It was an improv show. We were doing oh. it in L.A. And I think it was Keisha's aunt. She was sitting in the front row. Can't remember what the scene was, but she stood up and she went, "Y'all are too much for me." And then she sat up. <laughs> oh my outside. god, that's so funny! It was. She just said that in the middle of in the, the show. In the middle of the show, just like during a pause. Oh. <laughs> uh, she, and it made me laugh so hard. That's so funny. At least you knew where she stood. <laughs> yeah, we were too much. That's a pretty great review. Um, okay, someone says she taught us how to steal clothes properly. <laughs> Does she have any other life hacks to share? Um. If you don't want to use a knife, you can use your teeth. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. I uh, hadn't thought of that. I cut carrots with my mouth. I'll just like, <laughs> like eat them, but not like chew them and then spit them out into something. Oh, and I also serve that to other people. <laughs> oh my well, God. no, this is only for self-eating. Okay, got it. <laughs> self-eating? Yeah, you know, self-eating. Self-eating, because of course. Eating is a general term <laughs> for the public. But uh, self-eating, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, I use my hands to eat a lot because I don't like to wash forks. Yeah, I'm with you. Forks are they're weird. They're gross. hard to the hard to clean they properly. Are. Yeah. So yeah, that's my life, okay, hack. life hack. Use your um, teeth to cut carrots and spit them into your else? own self eating meal. You don't want to do your hair wear a wig. Um, oh yeah, are you big into wigs now? I only wear wigs. You really? know this is a wig. Oh well, I know that, but I didn't know if it was like a new thing or something you've been doing for uh, a while. For a while, but I would say like within the last year, I was like, you know what, baby, spend some money. Yeah, Get treat some yourself. Expensive wig, <laughs> especially after you've guest judged on RuPaul's Drag Race. I feel like uh, you have to. It was such a dream. <laughs> Um, Okay, someone says, can I get a real-life panic button so when I don't know what's going on in my life, I can hit it and Jacques comes to my house for three minutes and talks to me? That would be very expensive, depending on where you live. Yeah, that travels. <laughs> like, insane. in New York, maybe if you live near one of his stores. But if you <laughs> live in, like, Nebraska, I think you're out of lucker. Okay, so the panic button is something on the show where the guests, yes. or the contestants can hit it, and then they get three minutes. Do they get to yes. choose which... A judge comes over and helps them for Usually three minutes? Usually it is Jacques. Yes. Uh, unless it's like <laughs> another well-respected person who is like equally as helpful. Got it. But like, I th- yeah, I don't think Sylvia went over at all. But if they call you over, you basically try to distract them from what they're doing? Yeah, that's a different button. So like... Oh, uh, when so- Whoever loses the first round gets an advantage button and one right. of them's like, time freezes, you get to keep working or the Nicole Nags button, which at first I was like... I know I can be annoying, but like, do I want to be annoying on television? <laughs> yeah, was this a? I'm assuming this was not a no, creative that was a producer note that you, okay. uh, idea. But you know, you do comedy. I was like, double down, commit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I watched that. And I was like, this is fun, but I can imagine that after like a couple times of doing this to someone, mm-hmm. you're like fresh out of wanting to do yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just feel for you. I do like the money gun at the end. It is fun. It looks very cathartic. There's a gun basically that mm-hmm. just dollar bills fly out of, which is very fun. Cathartic till you have to do that again. And Ooh, then a bunch of PAs come out of nowhere to collect all the and dollars. they're sweeping oh, no. it and it's not real money so it's hard to sweep. Right. Uh, it's uh, the glamour. The very, glamour. Very fun. Um, someone wants to know, did Wells Fargo ever make things right with her? 
and I don't know what the context of this is. I don't know either. <laughs> then we don't even have to talk about it. Apparently, they did not make things right. Did you have a situation with Wells Fargo? Well, they frauded a bunch of people. <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't know that you were one of those people? <laughs> no, I was one of those people. Oh, okay. Um, but I didn't get my settlement check yet. <laughs> oh, so it's outstanding. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is interesting. Okay, someone's to know if Girl Code was released in 2018, what would be some of the more important codes of today, given all these new dating apps, et cetera, et cetera? <laughs> yeah, because how long did you do, for people who don't know, Girl Code is basically mm-hmm. like this talking head show with a bunch of girls talking about just like real issues and dating and like life and personal stuff. Yeah. Um, see, I was always bad at that. They'd be like, what's the girl code for like dating? And I was like, I don't know. Don't be a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, I was very also- bad at like coming up with rules because I'm like, as long as you're not affecting someone else's life negatively, do you? But also you guys are probably all at the moments where you're all still figuring it out at the same oh, time. yeah. So it's like, how can you possibly give concrete like rules <laughs> when you're like, I break all the things uh-huh. I'm saying to you yeah. right now. I don't know. I honestly just think the girl code to life is don't be a dick. I think that's a pretty great. Right. Like human code. Yeah, that's a good everyone. code for literally everyone. <laughs> uh, oh, people are asking about Wes a lot. Oh, someone wants to know. <laughs> people well, love Wes. Um, how do you feel about your Tinder profile currently? Uh, currently, because the context of your podcast is basically you are talking about online dating, Mm -hmm. you're talking to people you previously have like hooked up with, you're basically asking people for advice Mm -hmm. and information of why they would or would not date you. Lately, it's just been a conversation because I'm uh, spent. (laughs) Uh, It's exhausting. I mean, my profile right now is fine. I do need to change it because it's been the same for a while. But do you now more than before get people reaching out or contacting you over social media dating platforms that like know who you are and it feels like disingenuous? Yes. I have a lot of people who will be like, uh, I just want to say that like, I think you're really funny. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm trying to fuck. So like, (laughs) (laughs) how's this helpful to me? This is a waste of my time. (laughs) Yeah. And then I had someone tweet at me. They were like, it seems like you're like mad that you have fans. I'm like, no, you can contact me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Contact me on Twitter. You're available on many platforms. I have a fucking email address that I give out to people. Yeah. You could email me that you think I'm funny, (laughs) but like on a dating app. No. Yeah. Just bring your dick and that is it. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we reached the end of our podcast today, Nicole. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, every guest on Not Too Deep gets a customized fortune cookie Ooh, for being here. Thank you. This is for you. I'm sorry. It's not okay. as beautiful as a cake. Ooh, this is... It's a little... This is stale. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. 100%. But I like that it's stale because it means you guys are prepared. <laughs> Days in advance. Okay. Oh, no! Wait. Okay, someone on Twitter has already stolen your idea for a selfie stick attached to a vibrator and spat it. You missed out. Is that true? Uh-huh. Wait, really? <laughs> no. According, 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 to oh, Diane, according, according to Diane, yeah. Oh, yeah, Diane that writes our fortune cookies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I thought this was a real truth. Wait, no, I don't know. I don't think it is. Because this is your idea, correct? Yes. Which sounds, okay, walk me through this. <laughs> I don't think it has to be a far walk. But it's, it's my uh, pin tweet. <laughs> Just so people know what they're signing up for. Uh-huh. I think it says, my greatest fear is getting so fat that I have to tape a vibrator to a selfie stick to help myself masturbate. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Which doesn't work on stage. I've tried to say it, and people are like, oh! 
<laughs> but uh, I was just thinking, I was like, I like to watch my 600 pound life. It's maybe a, a guilty oh, pleasure. But we just like, talked to Nick Turner. He also loves that show so much. Yeah, it's depressing. Yeah. And John Milheiser is always like, why? I don't want to. But uh, I was like, well, how do some of those people masturbate? Because like these, they need help to wash sometimes. Right. And I was like, so how would you get it in there? And I'm a pretty sexual person. So if I got hmm. to 600 pounds, I would have to figure out how to masturbate. And you're pro- yeah, you're solving the puzzle for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. So you just got to extend your arm. <laughs> oh and then you, and then you just go around. Oh I mean, God. if you're not on the newest season of Shark Tank <laughs> pitching this, I'm going to be so fucking bummed. Uh, how do you get on Shark Tank? Do you think it's hard? I think we can make it happen. I feel like you can talk to someone at Netflix and right? I can get that going. Maybe I will. Go I mean, if you walk in that. and you say, hi, I'm Nicole. Today I'm presenting you 20% of my... God, it would be so I'd be great. Like, you can have 100% of this company. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to have it exist. Oh, I love that. Okay, Nicole, where can people find you online? Where can they watch Nailed It? Where can they see Loosely Exactly? You can see Loosely Exactly, Nicole, on Facebook. It's a little hard to get. Too. <laughs> 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 but don't give up <laughs> just put in the search bar it might pop up uh, Netflix easier to find things uh, <laughs> I'm being real shady to Facebook but I do love and appreciate that yeah. Netflix.com put in the search bar nailed it um, uh, Instagram Twitter at Nicole Byer Facebook is Nicole Byer Comedy I don't have Snapchat any Snapchat Snap Snapchapping. I don't have Snap's it. Whatever it is, I don't have it. <laughs> well, you're going to go record your half hour comedy special. And yes. then when will that come Who out? Who knows? Okay, so just Exciting. be at the yeah. edge of your seat yeah. for that. Just don't hold your breath because it might be a while and you pass away. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, follow her on every other yes, available social please. media platform. And don't creepily message her on Tinder. Oh, and if you need to email me, you can. It is baconcansave at gmail.com. That's really great. Also, I cannot help you get on Nailed It. (laughs) You can email naileditcasting at magicalelves.com. And I don't know if they'll do a kid's version, but probably not. There you go. You answered every possible question that could have come our way. Thank you so much for being (laughs) here, Nicole. Thank you. We'll see you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Grace Helbig. One more time. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our good buddies at Cafe Monster who is shaking up the ready-to-drink coffee category with indulgent gourmet coffee that's only 190 calories. Available in vanilla, mocha, and salted caramel. And with 150 milligrams of caffeine from coffee beans, B vitamins, and coffee fruit extract in every bottle, Cafe Monster offers a simplified energy blend that contains a third less sugar than the leading national brand. But you still get all the feel and flavor of your local coffee house. And these... These are delicious. They I'm send cutting us, in, they're great. They, they send us a giant, giant shipment of them, and yes, they are delicious. So try them out. Cafe Monster. Chill it down. Shake it up. Enjoy. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Producer Melissa D. Mons. With writing by Diane Kang. Audio support by Chris Henry. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not 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 too deep. With Grace Helbig. 
Whatever struggles you are facing from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com grace. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz. 